listening to the Shantyman Podcast, a conversation designed to help those recovering from religion find true faith in the Creator. Hi everyone, welcome to the podcast. Victor Summers sitting across the table from... Sam Russian. Sam Russian. I miss you, I miss you a little... Uh, I got... I don't know. What, if, what's I, up I with the? Know. What's just saying your name? <laughs> I always expect you to do you something. You always expect for me to go. Yeah, I miss it. That's all right. You don't have to do what I want you to do. Do your own thing. You be you, man. Yeah, I'm the boss of my own body. <laughs> you be you. <laughs> good to see everyone today. Good to be here. So good to have you listening along with us here at the Shannonman Podcast. What? What? <laughs> good to have you out, Sam. How are you doing? You look great, by the way. In what way? I don't know. Your countenance. Your countenance today is a, a blessing and a joy oh, to all you. who lay their beholden eyes, bo- beholden eyes, yes, upon thee. Yeah, I'm basically a model. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for such pride. Uh, nice cometh words. before the fall. Fall. Yeah, I'm probably gonna walk out and get smacked by like a bus in the face and then have would, my face shattered. I, I would not doubt it. Yeah. And you know what? You would be the same person that you are today. Do you believe in karma? No, I don't no. believe in karma. Hmm. That's for another podcast, though. That's a good topic. Write that down. <laughs> uh, we're we're really excited about today because we're revisiting a uh, a bit of a theme uh, podcast for us. Uh, last year, if you remember, we spent some time talking about um, some silly or or overused or misused phrases that are very tightly connected to faith in God and the Bible, but just get overused, misused, just used wrong, yeah. just are not theologically sound, just make no sense whatsoever. And we affectionately called them scubula. And, and we wanted to make sure that we, everyone understands sometimes these come from Christians and from those who are of the faith, and sometimes those come from those who are outside of the faith and do not believe in God, do not believe in the Bible, but yet are using Bible terms, faith terms mm-hmm. to Lo- try to communicate. We lovingly called them heathens. <laughs> we all, yeah. So if do you're... You, do you know of anyone... Uh, did, I don't know. Did you get any feedback as I, far as... I did anyone get offended by either what... Which we I labeled didn't, I didn't it... Hear we labeled it. it, we're going to offend everybody. Well, we honestly had no intention in actually... We didn't actually think they were crazy offensive. We just thought they were interesting and so like that. But I didn't... Did you get any feedback? No, on the- I, I, I didn't. I and and one way or the other, I didn't. I, I, you know, people say they're enjoying the podcast or whatever. I, I didn't have anyone call and say I'm never listening to you guys again because, you know, you called me a heathen, <laughs> um, which I would have I would have pushed back and said, well, do you believe that there is a God? <laughs> well, we don't. We're I'll, not. We're I'll not trying it. to be like jerks by saying and and we have i you know we have people that do not believe what we believe or how we believe that listen to the podcast some listen to every single one and uh but it's just playful it's it is somewhat playful somewhat (laughs) so we're we have another list we have we come up with some more things and i I really like it patty's really good as he's listening and editing shout out to patty quinn thank you so much sir for making us sound just a little bit better. You don't have much to work with, but he does our editing for our podcast. Speak for yourself. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he he 
as we're talking, even just in day-to-day life, this has become a, a, a running theme for us because he'll say something and be like, oh, that's scubula, scubula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. And the and the word scubula, of course, biblical term comes from uh, Philippians chapter 3, verse 8, I believe, uh, where Paul is saying that he, at one time, did a lot of great things mm-hmm. uh, for... Uh, for God, supposedly, he was he was very learned in the faith. He uh, did all these great works of uh, charity and so on and study. He knew the Bible scriptures very well, and uh, he said, "I count them all as scubula in comparison to the greatness of Christ right. and to the greatness of the gospel." And so that that verse uh, or that word scubula actually means it's translated in different ways in the yeah, in the like Bible, but. Or- yeah, Crap. refuse. That's a, that's a. But it's a very a strong. Word. It's a very strong. No one strong goes around word. saying refuse though. No, that's fun, no. Yeah. It actually means, yeah. as the Irish would say, shite. <laughs> it's a swear word. It's a swear word in the Bible, shite. <laughs> so uh, we're going to uh, we're going to go through a list. We get a list of. Things. Is that how the Irish talk? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It didn't. It didn't sound exactly like the last Irish guy you met. <laughs> no, I'm surprised. Uh, I'm, I'm so good with that. All right, well, let's jump right in, Victor. You want to give us our first one? Do we want to start with uh, Christians or heathens? Uh, let's go with Christians. Yeah, let's start we'll off. We'll fire at ourselves okay. first. Yep. Scuba Christians say, "Here we go, on fire for God." Oh yeah, that's a good one. I'm on fire. I'm on fire for God. For God. <laughs> Can I hear an amen? Cause I'm on fire! Hallelujah! Listen, sometimes come on, <laughs> preach. Sometimes, praise the Lord. And I don't know. Does this one have? Now you've heard this, right? We've. Oh we've, yeah, I've said it myself. Right. Well, yeah. I, I suppose I would have too. Man, that guy's on fire for God. Yeah. Well, yeah. You see him going around doing all kind of Christian cool stuff. Man, he's on fire for God. <laughs> so, is there any? That you can think of just off the top of my top of our heads. Yeah. Any biblical basis for saying that someone could be on fire for Ooh. God. Now let's define it real quickly. It just okay, and, you, and you, it, you, no. you touched on it because um it, it gives us just the idea that you're passionate. Yeah. Right. And that that I mean, we talk about passion, that that could be a burning. You know, although you have a rash, it could be a rash as well. Um, get a salve for that. Uh, but if you're passionate, just just it's the idea of of a, a burning, a passion, and uh, so someone who's just very passionate for God and for um, for His kingdom. His yeah, kingdom I think work. I think it has that. Yeah, the idea of lighting a fire and it's like just burning hot. It's like this yeah. person that's going. Cr- hot for the gospel but yeah it's kind of weird it is kind of weird it is on fire for god it is it is a little weird and and it's kind of you know um i I don't know it's it just gives us it's one of those things that i think we as christians say a lot that within our circles yeah it, it makes a lot of sense to us but then we step outside of of people that know what we're talking about and all of a sudden it's got no con- it's got no context it's got no yeah the only thing i can think of in the bible would be like acts 2 where the fire of the holy spirit fell upon them it says but i don't think that's i don't, I don't think no. that's what it i don't think that's what it means i don't think that's the the direction or the translation it I, I think meaning. there's probably more verses where it, there's probably other verses where it, it talks about um um a burning 
I, I think there probably is a burning like when it comes to passion, right? You think? We, yeah, we could probably Google it quick enough, but um, I, I, there, it is funny though because we have a, quite a few songs um that we sing that talk, have the ter- like turn fire or burning, you know, like yeah, or like the fire in my heart or yes, um, yeah. you know, those yep. kinds of things. So it's funny how we use. <laughs> how we use fire and burning and all that to kind of, I think it's just meant to maybe ex- um, explain um, a set, like a, you know, right. An idea rather than it being yeah. obviously a literal fire. Or like that. So but what are we saying? Are we, are we, I mean, when we talk about scuba, like Christian say, we're, I mean, this usually we say, we'll stop saying it, but <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I think, oh, this yeah. okay. So you're saying what would be the alternative for saying, right. Throwing is, at is, that there, phrase? is there something, is there something else we could say? Or are we saying that this is good enough and you're just going to have to take a hits if you're going to say something stupid? Uh, no, I probably sure wouldn't really true. say that, that, that term much anymore. I'm okay. Honestly, I know we kind of joke around with it and call it out, but I'm okay. If someone said, I get the sentiment, um, yeah. others maybe won't. But uh, I, I would just more or less say someone as like, you know, someone who has faith in Christ and God is kind of using that person in a great way. Like, I, 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 that's another thing, too, is being on fire for God kind of has a, a pointed um, reflection on maybe their ability or what they're right. doing rather yeah. than being like, wow, God is using that person. Like, God right. is the one. God is the instrument, not yeah. the person. It's like that person has the fire, so they're great instead of it's like God's the one who's... So I would say they would have, you know, I would kind of go towards that person has faith in Christ. And that, so and God is the powerful one here where right. he's transforming them, using them and those things. So are you on fire right now for God? Yeah, I'm mediocre. I'm uh, kind of maybe it's like embers, just kind of... <laughs> if I put in some fresh wood, I'll light up, but I'm not... And see know, how how I'm many really how, how many times have blazing. we met have we met each other? And this may sound this may sound funny to people who are listening <laughs> to, but sometimes when Christians get together and you you want to know seriously how a brother or sister in Christ is is doing, you know they might they might describe themselves as cold, right? Oh, or yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Or even the Bible says um, G, uh, it says he's going to spit them out of his mouth because they're lukewarm. Lukewarm, right? Yeah. So he either wants us hot or cold. Which exactly. Is, yeah. yeah. Not the in between. Okay. Well, we've touched. We've touched a bit on it. It. It's probably one of the more biblical, uh, biblically related terms that we've fire made fun of. But uh, anyway, just if you're going to use it, make sure you define it. Uh, yeah. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Uh, heathens. Do you got one there for? Uh, yeah. I, I I hear this quite a bit outside the context of, I guess, the Bible or church or religion. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming from people who um, may not ascribe to any one belief system. They would say God works in mysterious ways. I think it's just kind of like a like a cultural phrase. You may not even realize if you're saying it, you may not even realize that it <laughs> that it's like it's an actual biblical term, even though it has the wor- the word God in it. Yeah. It it just has become kind of a cultural. So you think it means more trope, like a cultural trope? Oh wow, that's strange how it worked out that way. Like almost a coincidence rather than it being actual God's hand in it. Is that what you mean? Like, well, yeah. I mean, it, the the it, it could be used in all sorts of contexts, but I think you know sometimes sometimes it's just if if something happens, it's almost like an excuse for something. So g- give me an example of a context that you normally hear it in. Mm. No, you can't think of one right off. <laughs> I don't know. Sam got hit by a bus. 
Oh, God works in mysterious oh. ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, because no one liked me. So it's like, right, oh, well, exactly. we didn't want him around. So yeah. God yeah. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to get him off my podcast. Oh, God oh. works in mysterious <laughs> ways. So you 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 feel like that's more of a outside the church thing? People are like spewing that rather than inside? Well, maybe. I, I don't know how often it happens you know, one versus the other. But what I'm, what I'm always curious about is someone who, who would use that term, well, God works in mysterious ways, but yet would never necessarily on a day-to-day basis recognize that God is working in in the world, in our city, in our lives. Right. 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 Other, other than, when something weird or strange happens to them and then it just becomes like i said it it just becomes a cultural phrase that people use without actually putting any sort of thought into what right, is actually yeah. happening yeah yeah that makes sense yeah yeah okay cool good back let's fire into christians think about what you're saying to do think about what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> uh let go and let god Ooh. So is that a, that's a, my full S- excuse to just Google sit on the couch and eat chips? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> let go and let God. So <clears throat> this is the context for this. If you've never heard this, and and it is it is a kind of a kind of a big one, and and it it's one of those it's one of those terms too that if if said at the right time with the right inflection in your voice, with the right yeah. passion, it can make you sound so freaking spiritual. Oh, definitely, yeah. Right? And there probably is a lot of weight and truth to it. Yeah. But, but then there is also the flip side that could be what, like, it could be an excusable, like, it almost excuses your behavior yeah. or it doesn't, actually make you deal with certain circumstances or deal with the reality of the weight of hard times or difficult situations, you know, different things like that. So, well, it harkens back to the one that was on our list last time. It's, it's like if you're sitting down with someone that's sharing a really difficult time that they're going yeah. through and they have no answer and the only answer as a Christian that you can give, and sometimes there is no answer, yeah. but if the only answer you can give is just let go and let God, yeah, you know, <laughs> and then it just, it, it tends to, it, it tends to infuriate if it's not if it's not delivered with the proper motives or mm-hmm. or you know backing right um, and and sometimes the the reality is sometimes we've exhausted all other possibilities yeah and uh, and and so the the idea is there that you know giving giving ownership of things over to God. Mm-hmm. Uh, is something that we all need to do. Well, it's and it's true, but it's like, okay, so say, for instance, I'm fighting with somebody. Maybe, it's, I don't know, maybe I'm fighting with my wife and it's really bad and she doesn't want to reconcile and I'm trying, I, I've apologized and I've tried to forgive her and all these things and constant, she never wants to. She's just like away, split from me or something like that. And I'm talking to you about it, you know, um, right. I don't think ever the answer should just be, well, you know, let go and let God. Yeah. Well, no, I, I still have to fight for it. My marriage yes. is for her. Yeah. But I think the part of it that we can take away as truth is, well, in what you're doing to try to win her and to try to, you know, forgive her and, and apologize, you do trust God. Mm-hmm. You know, you trust mm-hmm. him in it. Yeah. 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 And, and he is going to, he's going to be working through it and um, whether the situation ends up good or bad, whether it goes, cause that's another thing too. I hope it's not a cop out where people are like, we'll just let go, let God. And then everything will be hunky dory. Like she'll come back and we'll be 
good to go 100%. Well, maybe not. Well, I Do know, you still trust God? Right. And, I, and I've known people, I've been in situations where people have kind of set this up as a, as a life goal that they're, you know, it's, it's an excuse to be lazy. It's an oh, excuse yeah. to not, not do what you need, what you've been called to do. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so if you're, if you're, you know, as a, as a dad and a father sitting at home with no job, <laughs> you know, holding, holding mm-hmm. out for upper management and, uh, you're, you know, you're not looking after things at home. And your attitude is, well, I'm just going to let go and let God. Well, no. Right. You got to get off the couch, you know, put the, put the, put the chips away, put the chips away, <laughs> put the video game control get away. You, get, get your job. lazy butt <laughs> out the door and get to work because, uh, you know, letting go and let God is not going to feed your kids. No. And you're full of scubula. You're full of scubula <laughs> if you're doing that. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. That's good. Um, Scubula heathen say. Scubula heathen say. No, we had we had some discussion around this one, whether yeah. it was whether it was justified on the on the heathen side. Uh, when one door closes, God will open a window. <laughs> yeah, I I would actually probably think that that's a both and like both sides. I think mm-hmm. everyone just throws that out, being like, "Oh, a door shut, God opens." Interesting enough, I do think there is a bit of truth in that where it's God could potentially be maybe depending on your theological view um, in like depending on how much control you think he has is is working things to go a certain way. Right. Um, And this is this again is one of those little and it it would be interesting to see the the origin of that phrase if it's you know if it if it if it actually come up in a movie or a song or a show because it, it is it's kind of a. It's kind of one of those little turn of phrases that, you know, maybe it was a Shakespeare thing. I don't know. But um, <laughs> it's just one of those little things that you can say that's kind of cutesy and but has but has enough truth in it. Right. that You know, people well, but, people will think you're wise if you say it. But this is what I'm picturing. Uh, I go in for a job interview. Um, I think I did a good job. You know, whatever. I didn't get the job. So I'm, I was like, well, God, you know, that, that door's closed. So God's going to open a new window. So I get this job. And in reality, I just was, did a really bad job at the interview or I'm not qualified. Right. You know, whereas I, it's almost like using that phrase as an excuse or, you know, using it to try to be like, well, you know, to push off some things where Mm -hmm. in reality, some things just maybe, yeah, happen because of choices or because of these things, you know, but, and then also also recognizing that you know god can close doors and open i mean you even read a paul where he says the holy spirit stopped me from going here so that way i could go to this location right. and go be with these which, people, which right? is one of the reasons why i was i was pretty sure i wanted it on the heathen side because i believe as christians we can very confidently state yeah that god is in control of our circumstances and that he can absolutely, because we've invited him to do that. As Christians, mm-hmm. we invite God to act, to be active in in the the affairs of our lives, right? Mm-hmm. And as as someone who who does not believe that God is active in their life or hasn't given God authority or permission to do that in their life, <clears throat> to then just all of a sudden say, "Well, God closed the door, and now He's going to give me another opportunity, and He's going to open a window." Yeah. Well, that's disingenuous to how you 
how you live your life or the attitude that you have towards God. Yeah, I guess that would be kind of the the what I would kind of be like. Okay, maybe don't do that. Is it's just in that sense of if you don't actually recognize God and actually trust, then why are you throwing him in right. all your little phrases? Yeah. Flip side is Christian. I think Christians sometimes we do that too, and that's yeah. why we're kind of saying, you yeah. know, there's, yeah. there's both both so, sides. So yeah. the encouragement to you, if you're listening. And, and you want to be able to say this phrase, then give your life over to God, right? Allow, oh, allow yeah. you know, yeah. allow him to control your, the affairs of your life. And then you can, you can say that phrase all you want because that's, <laughs> you've actually given him permission to close doors and open windows in mm-hmm. your life. And I don't know why it's a window. Why not? It's another door. Where, where is this house that has absolutely only one door in it? Right? That's the other question. Yeah. <laughs> that's not fire uh, safety. That's fire code no, safety. No, it's completely dangerous. If you have a house that only has one door, then you need to put one in somewhere right. else to get out if there's a and fire. And who's climbing out these <laughs> windows? <laughs> yeah. This sounds more like a teenage, uh, I'm going to sneak out to go to a party type thing. You know how many windows I've come in and out in my life? How many? A lot. Did you sneak out of the house a lot when you were younger? Uh, uh, no. I did not. Yeah, I don't think I did once. I, I oh well, I did. I did more than once. Yeah, I don't think I ever did. No, actually, I moved down to. I moved. You're welcome, mom. Uh, yeah, you're <laughs> such a good kid. Uh, I moved into the basement in my home. Okay, and it had a ground floor window. Yeah, uh, during my teen years. Oh and no, yeah, I may have gone out there a couple uh, times. Yeah. I had girls. I had girls come to my window one time, and they were knocking and messing around. And, uh, and, and then I, I think I was in bed or I heard them anyway, and then they left, but then I went out and found them down <laughs> the field. It was the middle of the night too. They were pretty brave. Yeah. They were just trudging around in the community in the dark. Yeah. That's yeah. Most times when you have that happen, people will start pull up, pulling out their shotguns oh, and no, stuff. This was, this was the eighties, man. Exactly. Nobody, nobody was scared of anything back then. Well, you don't think people are pulling out their shotguns nowadays. I feel like it was back then where it's like, you know, the get up on the property. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No, it wasn't you that because nobody, nobody was doing anything uh, uh, nefarious. Everyone, it was all good. It was all yeah. good things. All right. What's a uh, scuba Christian say? Is that where we're at? Yes. How about this one? God helps those who help themselves. Oh, my goodness. That almost sounds like he doesn't help people who don't help themselves. <laughs> Right. The prerequisite is if you want God's help, you better be helping yourself. Yeah. So what's wrong with what's wrong with this one fundamentally? I or if anything. Well, I just it feels very works based like God's grace isn't de- is isn't dependent upon whatever you do. Sure. Right? It, it's not God didn't like extend forgiveness in the gospel based upon like if you well if you're going to pick yourself up then I'll give you this. So is this the opposite of let go and let God? I think we've landed on <laughs> something. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, don't let go. Completely try to take control. Yeah. So that way God can help you out. Yeah. Yeah. So have 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 you ever and I asked the, the listener this too and maybe just respond to us and DM us on Facebook or make a comment below this episode. Have you ever said this and 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 maybe hoping that it would where do you think it, it came would from? come true? Do you think someone someone was like, oh, I feel like this is what it means from a certain Bible verse? Like, is it like 
something about you know your response to what you're supposed to do and then god's going to do something in return i don't know i'm going through my i'm going through the catalog of like the only one i can think of is like is like where it says draw near to god and he will draw near to you that's that's in the scripture but that's not that's that's a little different that's more about the real your relationship i feel like there's a there's probably a, a a proverb somewhere that says god helps those who help themselves yeah, someone's someone's gonna comment and like you idiots. It's right here, Proverbs <laughs> chapter. There's like a, an actual verse. Yeah, that yeah. has like yeah. it's literally quoted word, 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 word for word. Word for word. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, it, it, it nonetheless it has moved into popular culture and has become a, a again and just another turn of phrase. Oh, interesting. So this uh, phrase actually wasn't—it wasn't invented by him, but it was made popular by Benjamin Franklin um, in his *Poor Richard's Almanac* from 1757. Wow, you just pulled that off the top of your head. Yeah, you just remembered. I, I remembered. I, 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 I knew school. it was something in there, but I, I didn't. From grade eight social studies. Um, interesting enough, the Quran. Um, talks about how Allah will help, uh, says will not change the conditions of a population until they change what is in themselves. Um, The Bible actually says in Proverbs 28, 26, those who trust themselves are fools, but those who walk in wisdom are kept safe. (laughs) Right, yeah. So Okay. So don't. Contrary. (laughs) Contrary Contrary-minded, that proverb. Contrary. Contrary. Okay. Yeah. Scubala. Think about that what you're saying. That is complete scubala then. Complete scubala. Like 100%. God helps those who help themselves. So, so the, yeah, the help that God offers is not conditional on, necessarily conditional on you taking the first step. I mean, in so right. many, yeah, in yeah. so many situations, you know, God is the one that instigates, right? that pursues, that yeah. initiates. And I don't think we're saying here, again, it's not saying... Be lazy. Don't do anything. Don't be active. Don't like engage in good works. No, it's just the. It's not conditional. God's grace extension is not conditional based upon your behavior. Right. Right. So, um, and I think that's proven in the Bible. Extending His grace to the Israelites and many different people, not based upon behavior. Um, so yeah, scubala, scubala. All right, heathens. Good. Ah, uh, yeah, we. <laughs> no, let's do that one last. This one? Yeah. Let's do the eat, drink, okay. and eat, be merry. Eat, drink, and be merry. You've heard this yourself? I have, which is yeah. funny because I didn't. Re- I grew up for a long time hearing the eat, drink, and be merry for tomorrow we die as being a quote in, I feel like it's in, uh, what movie is that from? It's in a big battle movie. Is it Braveheart or something like that? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. As anyway. Like a... Like a yeah, like a like yeah. a, a three hundred. Yes, exactly. Right. Like like Just, tomorrow we will die on the battlefield. Right, so tonight let's eat and drink. Oh, well, that and, is that is in three hundred. Absolutely, is it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that 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 particular idea, like. Tonight, well, yeah. He says, "Go." We, yeah. we make our bed in hell or whatever. Like right. Yeah. Well, so, he says. I think he says, "Go home and eat, uh, make love to your wives, right. and then come tomorrow prepare to die." Like yes, say yeah. goodbye to everybody. Yeah. I think most people. Today though, don't do it necessarily. They don't say in that light. It's just like eat, drink, and be merry. It's more of just a let's party just type thing. Co- yeah, yeah, just a call to party. But where it, did that come from? Well, it's a it's a biblical term. It's it's as a story in uh, Matthew. No, nope. Ecclesiastes. 
Oh, yes, 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 yes. It may be quoted in Matthew from Ecclesiastes, but uh, in Ecclesiastes, it's ta- he, uh, he, I think he's talking about, well, yeah, he's talking about the, the fut- futility of life, the empty, like that the fact that you're like here and then you're gone. So take tonight. Um, actually, almost th- that idea of yeah. 300 where it's like, enjoy the simple things of life. Because you don't know, like you could be dead tomorrow. What about that's? What about the story in Matthew though, where where it says that the talking about the 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 rich man who who says that you know he he's got he's got everything he needs. He's he's built these barns to store up all of his all of his goods, and now he says, "I can sit, I can eat, drink, and be oh, merry." Okay, you know, yeah, yeah. and and he yeah. has enough, and then God tells him, you know, yeah. You, you go ahead and enjoy all these things, but your your soul is going to be required of you. That's that's the idea I was thinking of. So maybe it's in both places. And and oftentimes you you will see that you'll see a story referenced in the New Testament that has Old Testament um, uh, teaching or references to it. But yeah, no, nonetheless, in, in one of the issues that I have with someone using this phrase as as to say that eat, drink, and be merry, is that it does have negative connotations. Like they use it, they might okay. use it positively Yeah. that, you know, this is a good thing. We're going to eat, drink, and be merry. Well, well, no, in, in the Bible, it's actually saying that this, this attitude that we have, that nothing, re- you know, nothing really matters. Right. Well, yes, everything matters. Everything right. we yes. do, yeah. everything we work towards echoes into eternity because... Yeah the Bible says that every one of us is going to live forever somewhere and that the things that we do here on earth and the choices we make absolutely do matter in, in the future. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Well, it's, I just pulled up uh, yeah. First Corinthians fifteen thirty two. He says, if the dead are not raised, then he quotes it, let us eat and drink for tomorrow we die. So it's almost that sense of like, if there, yeah, you're right. If there's no resurrection, there is no life after death. Right. Then yeah. Live, live, live up, it, live, live to the fullest up. right now. Party, party out, enjoy every aspect. Huh. But for, but for him, Paul, what Paul was saying is, I believe there is resurrection and there is life with Christ after death. So right. it means there's importance in today. There okay. will be a future of celebration, but there is importance uh, for today. So I think the wor- when the world quotes it, they just want to party and have a good time rather than actually see the importance of maybe um, following Christ today. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Good. Thank you. Great. Good referencing there. You're Sam. welcome. All right, our last one for Christians. Scuba Christians say, and this is this is less of a, uh, I don't know. I didn't I didn't phrase this really properly, but no, I like this one. This one's oh, funny. This is so good. This it's, is a two parter too. Isn't such it? a such a real thing too. So, uh, in this situation, you have a prayer meeting where the Christian would say, "I need us to pray for." And then they go ahead and share a really juicy piece of community gossip. Yep. They label it as a prayer request, something that they want everyone to pray for. But what they actually want to do is just give the gossip and get the dirty. This is probably one of the most serious ones. Like, I mean, a lot of them we've kind of joked about and they they haven't, you know, saying them or or repeating them may not bring much harm. But this one has been such a problem in the church, and it's something that the church needs to stop doing. Would you say this is straight up sinful for someone to do under that guy's as yeah? Absolutely. I would say the same thing. Like this is wrong for someone to yeah. go in to do it as gossip. Yeah. And yeah. and 
of course you can never you can never tell a person's motives because you know yeah. be, because they're but there's real discernment that needs to happen when you're when you're sharing in a situation like that like if someone has shared something personally with you and asked you to pray for something it doesn't need to it doesn't need to go any farther than that right yeah right yeah. they've shared that with you right yeah don't go to your church or your pastor or your anyone yeah and share what they've shared with you don't go to a spouse I don't share anything with if if someone comes to me in confidence and there's oftentimes that that you know uh, my wife will come home and and uh, she'll you know something w- will have come to light in the community or in our church or whatever and she'll say you know what what are we going to do about this did you know about this and I'm like yeah I absolutely knew about it <laughs> right and she, so I don't she's and, and she appreciates that too because. You know, if someone tells you something personally, don't yeah. share it yeah. outside of that of that situation. So, but no, I've yeah. I've seen this firsthand myself. You know, yeah, and it is such a it is such a Christian oh. scuba move. Christians have sin too. It's just we are more uh, sneaky though. <laughs> more sneaky with it. Um, exactly. The other the other part to the prayer thing is, uh, th- I mean, this one's hilarious. Is when you're at a prayer uh, group thing and you say. I have an unspoken prayer request. <laughs> yeah. And if you don't, if you're listening to and you're not, you haven't been at a prayer meeting, and this may sound so odd to you. In fact, it is I, I never <laughs> heard tell of this. This wasn't part of my upbringing. I never heard of unspoken prayers until I got to Bible, Bible college. Oh, really? No, it wasn't a thing. I, th- I think, I think, um, now you're quite a bit younger than me. So yeah. I think this is a, this is a new generation thing. I don't know what we did before unspoken prayers. I, I don't know. I remember hearing it when pray. I was growing up. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, yeah. well, maybe it was an American thing. I know you had a I'm lot. I'm not of, American. No, but you had a lot of Americans at the at the college. Oh no, I heard it growing up at church. Right, but the, I mean, again, you you grew up Victoria Corner. Yeah. Right. You would have had a lot of influence from the states where you where you did you maybe. not realize that? No, I guess oh, I you would Oh yeah, you would have <laughs> absolutely. So maybe it's an American thing. Oh, maybe yeah. I'm just but I'm just but yeah. Someone goes in and says, "I have an unspoken prayer," and w- it, it can. I feel like it can go two ways. One, it means they definitely are have sin in their life. <laughs> yeah. some, I, some, I always some just ass- I just always yeah. just assume. The other one I assumed is they really want to share the gossip, um, but they're but they're willing to be like, "Well, no gossip is wrong." The I, the only problem about this. Is that I feel like at times then it's at least to go, I have gossip. Though. Right. <laughs> it's almost like, hey I guys, I too. have juice. Yeah. It's not really, you know, <laughs> anyways, well, I could be wrong sometimes. No, it is. You're sometimes absolutely right. It, I feel like they are genuine, but a lot of times I'm like, I have an unspoken prayer. Like, it's like, <laughs> oh, what is it? Everyone's like, what does that person know that we don't know? What's the juice? Yeah. And yeah. A person can sit there and be like, I have a gossip. Well, story. how many of us, how many of us love having that one thing that nobody else knows, but oh, we yeah. know, right? So this is a way that Christians just kind of get that off your chest <laughs> and just kind of in a group setting say, yeah, I know something. None of you, el- none of, none of you know. Yeah. I'm going to keep it to myself. <laughs> but if you come up to me afterwards in a, prayerful tone and say hey i'm going to be praying for that unspoken do you want to give me some more details yeah you should probably share with somebody probably share are you are you living in sin because you need to confess (laughs) oh my word (laughs) no please don't confront (laughs) christians are so weird sometimes so scubula if you're if you're sharing gossip under the guise of cut it out prayer meeting stop that stop that god doesn't want us to do that no 
Okay, and the last scuba for heathens um, is um, putting holy in front of any anything, other word. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we I hear I, okay. The thing is, I'm we're saying it's under heathens, but guess what? I do it. Oh, like totally. I say, like it's a, it's I a say, mar- like holy cow or it's holy a crap. It's a miramichi thing, or something. Yeah. When I went to when I went to school in the states, they used to make fun of me of it with it all. The oh, time. really? Oh, yeah. It it was it was that, and I had someone come to me one time, um, and they thought that I had a respiratory problem. <laughs> what? Yeah. Why? Because I I answer affirmatively with a. My wife like, are you sick? (laughs) (laughs) There's something wrong with you. My wife pointed out the other day that most people, but especially she's saying she was pointing out with me, but she's like, listen to everybody almost do. I think it was my wife who said, after you get done laughing, we all like breathe. It's like, we're like, (laughs) we like do a little breath at the end. Yeah. A little side at the end. Yeah. Yeah. We have, we have some, (laughs) we have some breath things up here. Some breath things. Yeah. (laughs) That don't do in the other, in the other parts of the world. But we do. I think we tend to, uh, this is, this is a phrase that I use all the time too. But what's wrong? Like why, why is it on our list? What are the, what are the different, let's go through the different options that I've used. Holy sick, holy cats. Holy sick. (laughs) Holy holy sick, holy cats. These are mine. This is what I say. Okay. Holy sick, holy cats, holy cow. Bart Simpson. Didn't Bart Simpson do that one? I don't know. Um, Holy sick cats. Holy sick <laughs> cats. Yeah, come on. No. Holy crap. Uh, I know holy crap. A, yeah. Uh, whole, <laughs> you're like the holy moly. <laughs> yeah, holy moly. Yes. Holy moly. Holy jumpins. Holy jumpins. Yeah, yeah, I've said holy jumpins. Yeah. So what's wrong with all those? Well, there's nothing wrong with it necessarily, but, I, I you know, the word holy means, I, I mean, it it's literally means set aside, you know, set apart. It's a it's a biblical term, yeah. uh, ascribed to God first of all for being for being a completely unique uh, person, individual, yeah. Yeah. Uh, completely separate from all other beings, completely separate from sin, completely separate from brokenness and and uh, and hurt, damage, mm. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I just uh, ho- holy is uh, a word that's slightly hard to kind of really I feel for me wrap my mind around. But w- the the way that I can understand it is that concept of perfection of completion um, that's above and beyond anything else that I I feel is reserved for Yahweh. Like so to to kind of throw stuff in front of it is or behind it. If we were to be really truthful, would be would not really kind of line up probably what the words meant to me. No. Do you think that um, they got the the term "holy cow" from like uh, the Exodus when they made the calf the um, out of gold? Do you think that one came mm, from that or no? Yeah. No. Yeah. I think we're just. I think we just stick words in behind this word right. "holy" as there, a, as a as a exclamation, right? Yeah. It's like we're in, we're surprised. Yeah. I out of all of these. This is the one that I use. I do. Yeah. 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 Um, there was one more too that we want to make mention um, was uh, saying, um, I've heard this before is a holy hell. Hmm. Um, and then the reason why I would specifically mention that one is I feel like that's a different, another level, like to, to take the concept of hell. And if, uh, whether you believe it's literal or fig, figure, you know, figurative is, 
it doesn't matter. It's still something that's ab- above and beyond kind of, um, you know, what, what, what the truth of perfection and goodness well, just is. The, yeah. So, just the dichotomy, the complete opposite right. of yeah. those two terms being smashed together. Right. Not yeah, that yeah. there ever could be a holy cat, but right. yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're talking about this other term, yeah, just complete opposite ends of, of the spectrum and to put those two words together is uh somewhat offensive it is it it, it just kind of at, it, it takes like a, a loose way a loose understanding of hell right and kind of you know puts a term that's meant to be for um god's whole you know god's perfection and completeness and yeah. then being like and goodness and being like well yeah so yeah don't do that one don't do, don't do that one. <laughs> don't do any of these. Don't do, but but yeah. So so what we're keep saying, saying holy stink. Just don't say holy holy, hell. holy yeah. stink. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, that's they're funny. May God. I think overall we just don't realize. I don't think we realize some of the phrases that we say that just really are just under um interpreted like not interpreted or just kind of just very flippant and being like oh whatever i heard yeah. this this one time and i might as well keep on throwing it out there you know right. like like if you're if it doesn't ha- hold weight and really value to you then why are we saying same thing as like i would always tell people i'd pray it's like some problem like you tell me like oh yeah my grandmother's sick and i'd say oh yeah i'll pray and then i never did yeah it's like are you gonna keep saying these christianese things to keep people happy but without having any weight or truth behind it yeah yeah no no words are That's important scuba. i mean uh, at, at the end of the day this is the way that we communicate to people yeah we communicate our ideas our our feelings our everything it, it and and it gets to it it gets attached to us you know, you meet someone that's really uh, uh, use a lot of foul language, um, you know, which people say, well, they're just words. But no, they, they then attach themselves to you. Right. It becomes it becomes a part of who you are. The words we use become a part of who we are. And so that's why I think I think words are important. Yeah. I yeah. think we're going to do another podcast down the road about some words. Yeah. Like yeah. Defining words and culture. Yeah. We yeah. said that for sure. Yeah. yeah. Just because I, I, I feel like there have been some certain words that have taken on new meaning that are going to be potentially harmful for uh, yeah. society and culture. But anyways, that's a whole nother podcast episode. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Awesome. We, blossom. We, yeah. Good. Thank you guys. Thanks for being with us. Scoop, if you can think of any uh, phrases that we should feature on the podcast, put them on Facebook, like uh, hit us up, message us, comment on our a post. Yeah. So that way we can have some more for uh, part three. That was part two. Yeah. Scoobal part two. So we want to do another one. Yeah. If there's some things that you catch people saying, you're like, what? Then. Yeah. And I would encourage you if you do that to point your finger right up in their face <laughs> when they say something and, and just scream scuba at them when they do that. You do realize the next time you say holy stink, that I'm would just going to yell at yeah, you. Yeah, just scubula. Scubula. Anyway, we love you guys. Get a hold of us. Contact us. Let us know that you're listening. Yeah. Take care. Blessings. Blessings.